0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Susie Mann from Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the TR90 Body Burn 30 Support Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast through by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the Digit 4 Anti-Aging. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you wish to catch us live, if you dial into 712 712- and when it prompts for the conference code, putting in 910022, you can join us live and we would be thrilled to have you along with us. Our panel of hosts um, do these calls Monday through Friday to help you with your TR90 lifestyle change in support of that. That TR90 program is your one lean meal a day, two shakes a day. Three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal, if it's possible. If not, do take them with your meal. Still works, but not quite as effective if you could if you could take them beforehand. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. The, that, those fruits and vegetables will give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber. The fiber helps with satiety, but it also helps with um, good digestive health. Guys need about 45 grams of fiber daily, and us ladies need about 32 grams of fiber daily. So do keep that in mind. And the closer you can get them to their original state, the more fiber you will get. So if they're highly processed, chances are there's not a lot of fiber in them. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. And you can do that all in one 30-minute chunk. You can do it in two 15-minute chunks, three 10-minute chunks, whatever works to fit your lifestyle. Realize that if you're working out medium to heavy exercise that you will need to stay hydrated. And the baseline for hydration is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh, But if you're exercising heavily, realize you could lose up to a quart of body moisture in an hour, so you will need to increase that in order to offset what you're losing in perspiration and um, body fluid. Seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night is one of my recommendations and also um, Dr. Pratt's recommendations because that sleep actually – does several things for you. Your body does a whole series of system resets while you're sleeping. It helps clear out toxins. It um, stores memories. And it does a multitude of other things that are really good for you, as well as helping you to have a really clear mind to make good decisions for the next day or two. So do keep that in mind. With that being said, I am sharing some information with you today out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, M.D., and Kathy Matthews, and we're actually jumping ahead a little bit because I know summer doesn't start for another month. However, some of this can kind of apply since we're almost to summer, and you might find that it's the season of peace. At last, it's summer and the days are long. The weather invites you out of doors and it makes it easier to be active and stick to your exercise goals. The luscious fruits and vine-ripened vegetables of summer are at their best, readily available at farmer's markets, and abound with produce, and the opportunity to get fresh foods at, foods at their source is something we should all take advantage of. Healthy meals seem a snap. Salads and grilled fish can be a quick and welcome meal after a day's work or an afternoon on the beach. It seems that nature is conspiring to help you achieve your optimum health style. While nature gives you so much encouragement in so many aspects of your health style summer goals, now is the time to take a look at a facet of healthy life that is too often ignored the impact of your mind on your physical health. This fascinating topic, which has only recently found strong support in various impressive studies, covers spirituality, stress control, and other techniques that are available to improve your health in ways never imagined before. So whole mind, whole body health, You are more than the sum of your parts. You are an intensely complicated mechanism of bodily systems, mental states, whims, and enthusiasms that react to the weather, the traffic, the noise, and a loved one's caress in unique and profound ways. You have good days and bad, and sometimes you turn the key and your engine just purrs. Other days, you get nothing but a backfire. What am I getting at here? I'm introducing one of the oldest concepts in human health that's become one of the hottest topics in medicine and research, the mind-body connection. Wise men have long known that there is an intimate connection between your inner self and your physical state. They really can't be separated. It's time to look at what, for many people, is a new frontier in medicine, Health style is about the whole body, whole mind health. One of my goals, and that's Dr. Pratt speaking, is to have you appreciate that achieving your best healthy self involves more than good nutrition, exercise, and other activities that focus on you as a physical machine. True health improves the whole you, mind, body, and spirit. There is a new field in medicine, that explores this relationship. It's called psychoneuroimmunoendocrinology, or PNIE. This describes the study of the unity of mental, neurological, hormonal, and immuno- immunological functions, and, in fact, the combination of the mind, the body, and the spirit. Here are some intriguing examples to illustrate this Field of research, a study of people who suffered a heart attack found that those suffering from depression had a three-fold risk of dying in the year after the event. A four-year study of nearly 1,000 folks from Finland found that the group identified as highly hopelessness experienced a 19% greater thickening of the atherosclerotic plaque compared with the moderate or low hopeless group. This indicates that intensely felt negative emotions can actually promote the development of cardiovascular disease. A study of nearly 13,000 men and women found that anger was a significant risk factor for death from coronary artery disease, independent of other biological risk factors Exhibited by the subjects indeed. several studies suggest that risks are greater for emotional distress, which includes depression, anger, grief, hostility, anxiety, frustration, resentment as well as social isolation than for the conventional <coughs> Excuse me, than for the conventional medical risk. One study found a significantly increased risk for suffering a heart attack following the death of a loved one. The elevated risk in the first 24 hours after the loss is 14-fold higher than if the subject were in a normal state without the loss of a loved one. In the second 24 hours following the loss, the risk is 8-fold. And over the ensuing month, the risk is two to four-fold higher. Another study reported that among more than 1,000 adults with coronary artery disease, the patients who were depressed felt greater burden from their symptoms and greater physical limitations, worse quality of life, and worse overall health. It's not a simple matter of attitude-influencing symptoms, intensely felt negative emotions including anxiety and fear, anger, rage, grief, and sadness are all associated with an increased incidence of premature cardiovascular death in adulthood as well as greatly increased complications after heart attack. Don't you find this information powerful but rather also intuitive? In your heart, you've probably always known that your mental state affects your health. Health style, important message is that you can and must do something about this connection over and above recognizing it. You can't separate your physical health from your emotional, mental, and spiritual health if you truly want to achieve optimum health style. You must recognize the power of the mind-body connection and take whatever steps you can to improve on this often neglected aspect of robust health. So how did we get here? Well, modern medicine is in constant transition. New findings topple old, time-honored practices are being discarded, and new ones prove more, as new ones prove to be more effective. If you are listening to this, you no doubt have seen dramatic changes in healthcare. More recent change has involved in Dr. Pratt's particular speciality, the role of nutrition in disease, it wasn't so long ago that nutrition was virtually ignored by traditional medicine as a factor in precipitating disease. For a period of time, vitamins, sometimes in megadoses, were seen as the solution to health. Today, we know that whole foods are the backbone of a healthy lifestyle and that a pro- Appropriate supplementation is important, but never a substitute for a healthy diet. One exciting frontier in nutrition and health involves the precise and delicate interaction of the nutrients in foods and our genes, as in G-E-N-E-S. One day we may be able to prescribe a diet based on your genetic makeup, one that will use foods to enhance protective genes and suppress ones that make you susceptible to certain genes or certain diseases. Of course, at present, we know that a superfood diet is your best chance of promoting health, whatever your genotype. We also know that adequate exercise is absolutely fundamental to a healthy lifestyle not just to lose weight and not just to get strong, but to amplify every single aspect of good nutrition. We're ready as health care consumers to move into the new frontier of stress reduction and mindfulness as a health-promoting activity. To that end, I would like to introduce my health-style version of Achieving Stress Relief and Promoting Lifelong Health. He titles this, Personal Peace. But before I explain the goals and the practice of personal peace, you have to understand the role of stress in your everyday life and its effects upon you and upon your long-term and short-term health. And I think we will probably get into stress on Monday, With that, this is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon, signing out, wishing you a wonderful weekend. Get a chance to get outside, breathe fresh air, calm down, get some exercise. At the top of the hour, one of our leaders will will be sharing some information if you skip over to Facebook, One Team Global Live. With that, I'm going to take us off mute so that you can share any thoughts or comments that you may have. And if you have any suggestions about things that you would hear about in the future, So there we have it, my friends, why we should be taking a look at some of the mindfulness practices that you might see abounding in the last 10 to 15 years. And if there's no other thoughts or comments, I am going to actually release this, and I will see you back here on Monday. We'll be talking about stress and what we can do about it.